and welcome to Things Worth Celebrating. It's a new show with only good news. My name is Colton Pratt. I'm Katie Pratt, your co-anchor. We're the anchors for this new show. I like calling myself an anchor. I know. I think it's a good theme for the show because we're kind of reporting the news, but not really, but kind of. And it also makes me feel very professional. I've This is the most professional I've been, I think, in anything I've ever done. I've never earned the title of anchor before, I don't think. I feel like you have to be an anchor for some sports stuff with your media degree. Uh, I, I, I don't have to, but oh. I'm allowed to. Oh, okay. So you could be an anchor, like a more professional anchor than this even. No, that wouldn't be more professional. It's just college. Just a college anchor. That's more professional than our... We're recording this in our spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, but... This could be listened like, farther. Far, this like, could be listened to by somebody. There's like boxes of storage. This is basically a storage closet. That's the most professional room. Have you seen? There's an inversion table that no one has used in years right there. Have you seen not a the setup, setup that like professional news anchors use when they had to go remote? No. It was like in their garage. Like this is this is about par for the course. No one has their own like recording studio. Oh, but I'm sure if the pandemic didn't happen, we would definitely have our own studio. You and I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was based on the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. All right, Katie. It's cool. Are you ready to get into the news? I'm ready. Okay. So first uh, thing I have for you is I have a question to get us into our first story, okay? Uh, and here's the question. What is the worst thing you could do to your body as a 14-year-old? Uh, no, sorry, as a 74-year-old? The worst thing you can do to your body as a 74-year-old? Yes. Cut your arms off. I think that would apply for any age. I mean, yeah, but 74 is pretty uh, pretty bad age. You've lived 74 years with your arms, and all of a sudden you don't have arms. That's anymore. true. It's that You don't have much time to readapt <laughs> at that point. You don't have much time to learn how to be very dexterous with your toes. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, or if you, like, ripped all your fingernails and toenails off. Or oh, that would, that would suck at any age, once I again. Know, I know, it would, but at 74, your hands are all wrinkly and mushy, and then your fingernails gone, they're going to be just, like, like basically Play-Doh. Yeah, but that's great. You have grandkids, they're going to love that. Ew, why would your grandkids love that? Because they got Play-Doh fingers. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I used to love when my grandma gave me hand massage- massages because her hands felt nice. What is a hand massage? You give her your hand and she massages it. Oh, so she massages your hand, not Yeah, like but her hands felt nice. Her hands. Yeah, she okay. massaged my hand. If It was really great. I loved it. But, but, hmm. I feel like my grandma's nails always were very bumpy. What? Why? What made you think that? I'm not sure. It might just be a little kid memory that I have, like from when I was really little. My nails are pretty bumpy. My nails are dirty usually after I after I like scrub the grill and whatever on my food truck. Oh, my nails subtle get flex. dirty, and then I have to go. <coughs> sorry, jeez. <laughs> then I have to go like get my, uh, like like nail file and like clean out underneath my nails. That sounds like a pretty normal thing, Katie. I need oh, specifics I have a for killer hangnail right now. I need specifics for old people or 74 year old people. Something that's bad for ju- specifically them. Well, not like a 75-year-old or a 73-year-old? Just no, they a, any in the range, but like something that wouldn't be as <laughs> okay, bad so for 20. Well, I mean like old. Something that wouldn't <laughs> be as bad for like a 25-year-old. Okay, would it be bad for a 60-year-old? Less, but still bad. Okay, um, probably heroin. <laughs> <laughs> not much time for rehab at that point. You're I, right. I was gonna, yeah, I feel like it would take a bigger toll on a 74-year-old than it would uh, like a 20-year-old. That's fair. But my friend Lynn Davis, a.k.a. Linja, uh, is a, a 74-year-old woman who had a different idea as to what she could do to her body. Okay. Uh, TikTok chef visits 69 fast food restaurants in 24 hours for world record. Oh. That's from Odd News, which is UPI.com, written by Ben Hooper. Uh, so, yeah, this, this woman 
Wait, that woman right there? Yes. She is not 74. She is 74 years old. Oh my old. gosh, look up the picture of this woman. She does not look 74. Lynn, uh, What's her name? Her name is Lynn Davis, a.k.a. Linja. Lynn Davis, Lynn Davis, a.k.a. Yeah. Linja. Yep. So this duo had a uh, Guinness World Record where they had to visit oh, more than 50. The pr- previous rec- record had been 50. Fast food restaurants in 24 hours. Well, not only did they beat it, they like blew it out of the water. Yeah, and they also did it. So they went in Manhattan, where there's lots yeah. of fast food places, and they visited all 69, uh, all 69 things within a eight mile radius. Whoa, really? Yeah, so they're very close together. Wow. How do they determine if they're fast food or not? And did they have to eat something at every place, or just like they had step to, inside? They had to consume something. Fa- oh, okay. uh, they consumed either food or drink. Uh, some of the restaurants they went to are Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Taco Bell, Shake Shack, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, Chipotle, Five Guys. That doesn't seem very exotic. I've been to all of those. Yeah, and also, this is this is where I think where I think I would I would step in. The chefs had 24 hours to complete the record, but they managed to visit all of the restaurants within 7 hours and 15 minutes. They could have kept going. Yeah, I feel like I I think you should have kept going. I in Manhattan, if next time I go to Manhattan, I'm just going to do this, just pick a day and do it. And then walk outside of the eight-mile path and get one extra restaurant. I 70, know. I win. I want to know uh, when you think the next time you're going to be in Manhattan is. Oh, next year. Next year? Yep. You're planning a trip? Yeah, just to eat at so many restaurants oh, okay. in one day. Because if I do this, I become world record holder. I feel like I could do this in a different city. I feel like I could do this in Asheville. There are not 70 fast food eateries in Asheville. I can name every restaurant that's in Asheville right now. You want me to go? No, thank you. Ashbrook. <laughs> And Jackie Ray's. Two Hot Chicks. Two Hot Chicks is a food truck, but it's Asheville, Ashbrook's food truck, so it doesn't count. Okay. So we've got Ashbrook, Jackie Ray's, Mike's Pizza, Blades, Dairy Diamond, and that's it. Well, you can get five for oh, sure. Oh, wait, no. There's also a subway inside that gas station. Which that's gas it. station has a subway? It's the really, it's the one, okay. You know the laundromat that we used to do our laundry at? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about It's now. like three doors down from that. Yep, it's I know what you're a, talking about. It's a blue gas station. And one time I filled my car up there, and the little the gas pump didn't, like, release when my tank filled up. And so I was standing there next to my gas tank, and all of a sudden it starts overflowing gas all over my feet and hands. Oh. <laughs> and I was so mad. One time when and I was... They're also really mean, and apparently have a bunch of bad reviews on, on Yelp. Yeah, this is going to be my, my story of them being really mean. One time I was uh, there, and I paid with my card, and then said, go inside. And I walked inside and said, hey... My thing told me to go inside, and then they told me that I was wrong. I need to go back outside. I went back outside and just still said, go back inside. So I got in my car and drove to the other gas station because <laughs> I didn't want to go back inside and be like, hey, you're wrong. Um, all right, that's all I have for 50, 69 fast food restaurants. Also, we didn't even acknowledge that it was 69. I don't think that was the main part of the story, Colton. But 69 is funny. It would have been cool if it was 74 because that's her age. It would have been cool. She was she's She's an old woman, and she shouldn't have done this to her own body. I feel uh, like having just like a bite of food at, at 69 different restaurants, it's only 69 bites of food. That's not very much. But imagine how much money it was for 69 bites of food. You have to get your money's worth. How many bites a normal meal is? How many bites does it take to like finish a hamburger and fries or something? Uh, huh, that's a good question. Or like a grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. How many bites is that? I feel like the soup would up the number of bites. Well, though, you don't ever have to bite soup. You put it in your mouth in like a biting motion, and you swallow you, it. You don't. You don't necessarily chew the, your soup. No, you don't have to bite it off of anything. Either. You don't. There's no biting for, well, for soup. In that case, you, if you don't have to bite it off of anything, anytime you eat something that's like 
poppable like a popcorn. That's not biting then. Your first chew, chew is a bite. Well, you still bite your soup. You just don't chew your I soup. I slurp my soup. I don't know what you're doing. Oh, okay. You I bring it to my culture? I bring it to my lips and I go Ew, you're gross. It's de- this delicious. Moving on to our next story. This one is from apnews.com. Uh, it was written by Associated Press, so I guess it was a hive mind that wrote this story. Uh, there's monkey business behind call, behind 911 call from California Zoo. Sorry about that. Um, so basically, I saw this story. I just wanted to share it with you in my own words. Okay, Katie? So, at California, there's a 911 call. They answered it. It was silent, and then the other line hung up. 911 was confused. They looked back at where it came from, right? And it came from the California Zoo. So the cops that were sent to the zoo to see what this 911 call was about, they couldn't figure out who the heck called 911 call until they discovered that it was a capuchin monkey who called 911 oh. on on a phone that was left in a golf cart near his enclosure. That's so cute. Yes. How did he get 911? Apparently, they suspect that he was just pressing buttons and that's what it came to. Or maybe he's a human trapped inside the monkey body and just trying to like... <laughs> Kind of like He's like, help me. <laughs> but he can't speak, so he just hung up because he got nervous. Oh, he got stage fright. Yeah. I was going to say, at least you think he would learn sign language or something, but no, he, he got stage fright. Uh, But it was... You, sign language would not be help on a 911 call. Yeah, but it will be help to... Wait, what to happens if a mute person tries to call 911? How do they contact... Probably just like... Oh, okay. What? Numbers? Oh, yeah, they can push numbers. On the on the pad, I wonder if there's like a button for. I bet you there's a there's a button for like, um, can't speak or in a situation where speaking is wrong. You push that button to let them know, and then you can. Colton, I have a very strong feeling that you just got that dead on. Heck yeah, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, this is news. If you can't speak on the phone, figure out what that number is and and do it. Yeah, that would be that would be very important. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to say this about. Capucha monkeys. Here's is a that qu- the kind that the monkey is in Friends? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're told that capuchin monkeys are very inquisitive and will grab anything and everything and just start pushing buttons. Aww. They should be kept out of the range of cell phones. Aww. They. It's not all. It's terrible. This no, this monkey. It's cute. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cute. This capuchin monkey that called nine one one. I'm pretty sure there was a person in Marion, Indiana, where I used to work in Starbucks. You had a pet capuchin monkey. I feel like having a pet monkey is a bad thing to have. I agree. I don't, I don't, okay, I already learned about this. So when I was like, oh, he's so cute. Colton just showed me a picture of this little monkey. This is the monkey that called 911. so cute. Yeah, it's a very, very small little boy. Oh, he looks so smart. Yeah, he was smart enough to call 911, so he he must be a little bit smart. Um, No, my, um, when I was like nine or eight, I was playing with my toys in the kitchen, and we had an open floor plan house. And my dad was watching animals that attacked uncut footage. Oh, man. Where it played the audio of that chimpanzee who attacked its owner's friend and tore her face face off off. and ate it. Was that, wait, was that her friend? I thought it was the owner that got her face off. No, no, it was her owner's friend. I recently watched a TikTok about it, a bunch of TikToks about it. That's the owner. Can you guess what the the chimpanzee was named? Was it Face Eater? Travis. <laughs> That's such a human name. I know. Oh and they bought goodness. they bought they purchased him 
as okay, so these owners were very irresponsible and should be held one hundred percent liable for all the damage. Yeah, the monkey didn't know what it was doing. The monkeys just do what monkeys do. Yeah, and he monkeys was, eat face in wild. He was extremely overweight and extremely strong and a fully developed and grown primate. That Travis they, was not the owners. Travis, oh yes, oh, Travis. I thought you were saying the owners were. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> no, no, Travis was, and Travis should have been released into the wild or at least the care of a facility that could care for a fully grown chimpanzee. Um, and the owner straight up said, "No, I'm not doing that." Don't look it up. Oh, my gosh. No, he's terrible. He's actually so scary. I don't want to see the victim. I just want to see the sh- the chimp. Oh, he was overweight. He was really big. But they, okay, so they bought him. The victim's face grew back. And they, no, it's a transplant, my bro. Oh, duh. <laughs> Sorry. That's not oh, me, and no. I apologize for saying it. The that victim was, so was on Oprah, and Oprah was very disrespectful to her. Why well, was Oprah disrespectful to her? Because she's like, I don't really like talking about it. I don't like showing my face. She had, like, a shawl over her face. Yeah. And Oprah's like. Show the face. Tell us about what happened. That's awful. And you're like, okay, so she was going on Oprah knowing that this was probably going to happen. So, like, it wasn't 100% a shock, but that makes Oprah seem so bad. Yeah, Oprah should have known to not do that. Yeah, like, don't show. If she says, I don't want to show my face, don't make the victim show her face. Did the victim get a car or something at least? A car? From Oprah. Oh, does Oprah give away cars? Yeah, you know that you get a car. That was Oprah? That was Oprah. I didn't know. I'm fairly certain that was Oprah. Was that? That was Oprah. Yeah. You get a car. Yeah, it was Oprah. Okay, okay. Google's auto-filling, you get a car. Yeah, 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 it was Oprah. Well, at first when you typed Oprah in it, it Google auto-filled, woman mauled by chimp. So it must be listening to us. Yes, it is. Which is pretty no, freaky. But Travis the chimp, um, they purchased him when he was like a baby, like a couple days old, and raised him like a child. Uh, they dressed him in clothes. He evidently knew how to, he understood people's talking like fluently. He couldn't, he like, um. He That's knew, wrong. He knew how to drive. And <laughs> multiple times took someone's keys and drove away. He's a person. Tra- Travis is a person and trapped in a tra- uh, chimp body. A, threw a cup at Travis and it hit Travis. And then Travis chased this man around a car like a bunch of times until the police had to like tase him. But the police were like too weak to actually like, pull him off. So they had to like tase him. And then they were like, they told the owner, at, um, he's like a fully grown chimp. You need to get rid of him. And then they made a rule, a rule that no one was allowed to keep a pet chimp over 50 pounds, even though Travis was like 200 pounds. Um, but since Travis was bought before the rule was made, they let her keep Travis. Why would that be the way they like, did Travis that? Travis is the reason they made this rule. Because and then they're Travis like, well, dangerous. you had it before. He, gr- they, so grandfathered they, the in, they grandfathered in Travis. Yeah, but they grandfathered in Travis so that Travis could stay with this woman. Also, they bought Travis for $50,000 from a really, really immoral breeding program. Oh. And his parents, he was like supposedly like an orphan chimpanzee, but the reason he was orphaned was because they killed his parents. Mm-hmm. And then $50,000 for this chimpanzee. They had him for eight years. And then um, he was, so this woman came over to the house, and everyone was kind of afraid of Travis except for Travis's, like, owner. That Travis's owner dad, like the man, died. And so this woman started treating Travis just like a, like a son. Yeah, I feel um, like... I feel and like you shouldn't be allowed to have, like, that kind of... Like, that's... No, yeah, I agree. Ridiculous. But then this woman came over and was, like, uh, friends with Travis's owner. And she had gotten a new haircut with a new hair color. And so the owner's like, he didn't recognize her. It's not his fault. But <sighs> she... The woman was like, yeah, he definitely recognized me. Like, I've been there multiple times. Um, and, the, and so Travis was, like, grabbed the car keys and was headed towards the car when the owner was out of the room. And so this friend who was over was like travis you have to come back in here 
And so Travis, he tried, she tried to stop Travis from getting in the car and driving away because that's something he could do. Um, just so crazy. So she like picked up one of his toys and was like waving it. And so Travis just turns around and starts wailing on her. That's uh, Travis is a bad person. And he is. But then the owner didn't and know what to do to get Travis off of him. So she grabbed a kitchen knife and started stabbing Travis. Oh, my gosh. Not killing Travis, but made him angrier. You, I don't think you can kill Travis if that he didn't t- kill him. He turned around and he's, she said that the hurt that was in his eyes was, was human. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I said Travis was a bad person. Because he's, he's he not a could, person, he's a chimpanzee. No, he could drive a car. He <laughs> understands human language. He was a mute person who went crazy and killed a person and, and ripped a face off of a person. He was a he is. Travis should be held liable in the court of law. I think Travis should have been probably. I don't remember what they did. To, did they put him down. They put. I mean, probably she, he ate her face. Don't bring this. This is a good news show. I know. Okay. Okay. Oh, I had. What was this good news about? Oh, the monkey that called nine one one. That's yeah. like Travis's the uh, the anti monkey of Travis. Yeah, Travis is the night. This capuchin is tiny, can't rip a face off, and would have if it, if it, at it, that scene he would have called nine one one to help he the person. Save the day. It's like it is like the anti Travis. That should be the, this capuchin monkey's name is anti Travis. Aww. Um. Uh, Travis spelled backwards. I don't think it's going to work as well as you hope oh, it is. Let's, let's try it. I'm going to type it out. Sivrat? No, What's Sivart? Sivart. No, I want to see what it is. It's Sivart. Let me try it. S-I-V-A-R-T. T-R-A-V-I-S. S-I-V-A-R-T. It's Sivart. A-R-T. Sivart works. Yeah, Sivart, can, I, you, why didn't you trust me? He looks like a Sivart. You got to be quieter. My father is having a meeting in the room over. <laughs> All right, Gady. Yes. Uh, we're about to end up the show, so I'm going to end us on the really good news. The actual. Okay. The, 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 the Sorry, w- I took so long talking about Travis. It's okay. Travis is a ch- is a cool guy. It was he Katie's, was not a cool guy. It was Katie's primetime crime time. It was Travis, Travis committed Travis a crime. Um, Katie, here's here's some good news. Uh-huh. Uh And this good news I found that I was like I thought this was I thought this was really good. This is really good. Okay, news. let's hear it. Dolphin poop plays significant role in helping coral reefs survive. Oh. Says new study. Significant. What kind of significant role? Uh, so dolphin poop contains a. Um, uh, I need to figure out. Enhancing nutrients. I need. Yeah. I, I mean, it does, but I forget. I can't remember what it was, but I think it's they, because of what they eat. Makes sense. Uh, That's generally how oh, poop works. They have during the first the first half of the day, uh, that one dolphin pod would excrete around uh, two hundred and eighty eight kilograms. Or about the weight of three to four human adults. Oh wow! Of poop during the first half of the day. Yes. Whoa. And uh, they have so their poop has a very high concentration of nitrogen, which is good for, which is good for reefs. I have a story again. Is it about dolphin poop? It's about dolphins. That's close enough. Go ahead. So when I was in like fourth, or third or fourth grade, I think fourth, I had to read this book, and it was about a baby. I don't know how she got into the ocean. But this baby was in the ocean, was found by a pod of dolphins, and then raised to be a dolphin by this pod of dolphins. I remember this book. Um, and she would swim around with the dolphins, and apparently they found a beach at one point, and uh, there were, like, dead bodies all over the beach, was, like, written in the book, and they she was really afraid and, like, ran back into the water and didn't want to go to the beach again. Yeah. Like, dead human bodies. Um, and then, for some reason, one of our class projects was to draw a scene from the book, and everybody drew, literally everyone, Drew a beach with a bunch of dead bodies on it. (laughs) (laughs) Every person in my class. That's the most memorable part of that book. I know. And then she goes back, and then she gets rescued by, like, by, like, feral child rescuers. Yeah. 
um, like fer- the people who like rescue and tame feral children who are raised by different animals. Yeah. Um, and so she gets like smarter and more human in the mid- in the in the middle of the book, and then towards the end of the book, she starts yearning for the ocean again. Yeah. And so she like begs them. And after, like, a board meeting with, like, all the executives of the Feral Child program, they decide to release her back into the wild to be with her dolphin family. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes back to having dolphin thoughts. So, like, the beginning of the book has, like, a weird font, and it's, like, dolphin thoughts. Yeah. And then the middle of the book is, like, human uh, thoughts and, like, regular words and text. The end of the book is dolphin thoughts again. That's a fun way to tell a story, though. It, But raised by dolphins? Yeah, it's weird. And apparently the dolphin mother was described as having... um, Wise eyes. Was eyes. Wise um, eyes. Katie, why are you talking about story? I'm sorry, but I found one more story that we need to share. Okay. Okay. It's from the same company. I was at the bottom of the page and I just found something. Okay. Euronews. Yeah, it's from Euronews.com. The story is cyclists strip off for more road safety. Uh, and so basically, there's an event in Spain that's spread to more than ten countries where. People who are in who are cycling say they feel really they're in danger on the road when they're cycling. Fine. Uh, so they, this is the 14th year in a row. They're the world naked bike ride in Spanish capital Madrid. Um, so basically, it's it's being naked is optional, okay, but many well, do nice. it. Okay. They they ride naked in traffic in order to reveal how cyclists feel when they share streets with cars and buses, uh, and so they're fighting for. Like their own bike streets and stuff. But this seems like, imagine driving to work. But I want to say something to all the cyclists out there. Mm. Cyclists are not oppressed. Good news. You don't have to fight for cyclist rights. Well, they're fighting for cyclist safety, which is a good thing to fight for, I think. I mean, being safe is great. You don't have to fight. You don't have to get naked for cyclist rights. Um, But I also want to, imagine going to work, right? Driving to work. And then just a horde of people ride by you. I don't understand how all their bits and pieces can just hang out while they ride a bike. There's so many moving bits and chains. And the bike is the most already painful thing to sit on. Like the seats, they haven't, they ha- no one has mastered bike seats yet. I'm bike pretty seats, sure the recumbent bikes have mastered bike seats. Oh yeah, other than them. But regular upright bikes, they do not know how to make seats that are comfortable for a human body. One time I did a lot of research and wanted to spend like $800 on this bike. Mm. Where you had, like, you were strapped in, like, on your belly. In pu- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine bringing that out in public. I know. I would have been so embarrassed. But I went through a phase where I really loved things like that. Yeah. You bought a unicycle. Yeah, I did. Uh, during that phase. All right. That is all we have for you. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Katie, tell me what's worth celebrating to you. To me, um, oh, toilet paper. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Tell me why. Because uh, it keeps me nice and clean. Well, for me, then and it's. I can also blow my nose in it. For me, it's a bidet, then. I cannot blow my nose in it, but it does keep me nice yeah, and clean. Yeah, so mine's better because I can blow my nose in the toilet. Mine paper. keeps it's, me cleaner and waste less paper. It's utility. It's utilitarian. I can use toilet paper for a lot of different things. Yeah, but mine doesn't kill trees. I can so. use it to pick up, like, like bugs to throw away. That's very. I mean, if a bug you can't is sitting. pick up a bug with a bidet. If a bug is sitting on my bathroom door, I absolutely can snipe a bug. Uh, but that's about the range that it gets. It's my bathroom door. Wait, if you open your bathroom door, could you get it further? Yes. The How far? Fr- uh, I think just halfway into my room, like probably oh, the foot wow. of my bed. Um, the first that's time. some power. I installed it in my bedroom, and I was like, let's make sure this you works. You installed your bidet in your bedroom? Yeah, it's in my bedroom, ba- like the bathroom in my bedroom. Uh, the bed- bathroom. And I, I was like, let's make sure this works. And so I just clicked down the button, and it went, 
I, I didn't know how it would work. I watched a little thing extend from the back and it went and then twisted. And then there was like a nozzle pointing at us. And I immediately was like, well, I did a thing. And it, it shot so hard across the room into my, onto my door that I was scared to use it. Because it was like it had power behind it. And I was like, I'm supposed to get in the way of that? That feels good, though. Uh, oh. Thank you guys all so much for listening to Things Worth Celebrating. Uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we will read out your name if you do so. We would love that. Thank you so much. Uh, also, check out our website, which is prattpodcast.com. You'll find all of the information about all of our shows there. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Things Worth Celebrating. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, see you next week. Also, if you're in the middle Ohio area and are looking for a food truck, the Lazy Armadillo is always taking uh, new events. If you want to go to www.thelazyarmadillo.com and send me an email if you're looking for a food truck. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>